Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Association of Certified Fitness Professionals' first official podcast, and it's a huge privilege and honour to be hosting that. My, my name is Simon Dyer, I am the lead of the association, and I just want to say a massive welcome to our podcast. In this initial podcast, we've not prepared anything, we've not gone through anything official. Um, It was really just to kind of give you an overview of what the association is about, what we're looking to bring to the market, what our expectations are, what we expect from the fitness industry and what we look to bring in terms of enablement and rewards and recognition in an industry that we love and we can't wait to play a vital part at the heart of the fitness industry. Okay, so what is the Association of Certified Fitness Professionals? Well, the association also, uh, which will become very commonly known as the ACFP, is solely around, purely based on the fact that the industry has been calling out for a body that both enables, rewards and recognises the best talent within the industry. Now, In saying this, one of the biggest things that we want to be able to try and uphold is a real general overview and understanding of both the professional standards and also the ethics that the industry needs to be promoting and also integrating into the industry. Now, the fitness industry as well doesn't just focus and hone in on strength and conditioning. It is around all general health, focusing around nutrition, and there are various different sectors within the industry that we look to support as we look to make it a much more friendly, much more welcoming, and less intimidating industry for people to enter into. The official stats in 2017 were that one in seven people across the UK were taking part in some form of organised fitness or exercise or sport. Looking at this moving forward, that is a huge section of the fitness population. So we're in the region of around about 8.5 to 9 million people across the UK taking part in organised activities. Now, we all know, and it's been massively documented, there's a lot of people in the industry operating unregulated or have self-regulated incorrectly and are operating and providing, in many cases, under best intentions, but not operating within the best practices. And with this comes this alarming number of either injuries, bad practices, stigmas, and more importantly, bad experiences that people are either new or are very sceptical about entering into the marketplace or being faced by unprofessional people, very unorganised sessions, and more importantly be given very bad and very unconstructive advice based on either myths or legends and things that aren't actually factually true or are faced by somebody who's given them overly complicated information that is not translatable or they just can't um, take on board that information, therefore it leaves them disconnected. Now, what we want to be able to try and do as an industry is look at this more closely and find the best of the best and find those people to actually work with the new people looking to enter the fitness industry and actually to be able to work with them, develop them, work with them and use their intentions 99.99% of which are honest, truthful and genuine, we can work with those people and either coach them 
work with them, provide guidance and guidelines for them to actually operate within and be able to put this moving forward. There is a big push in the industry at the moment for a standardisation of qualifications. Now, as an industry, we as a sector actually believe that it's actually mixed between academic and vocational subjects. Same as any industry, really. We have got experience of working in many different industries and people that work with us and our partners all specialise within their own sectors. And regardless of somebody's education, whether it be academic or whether it be vocational, the real opportunity actually sits within that person and the person themselves, whether they can learn to study through an academic process or whether they can learn to go through that in a vocational level. Dependent on what the person's objectives and goals are, what we're actually looking to do is make sure that from a public-facing point of view, just make sure that the industry is projected in the best possible light in every essence, whether that be professional code of conduct, the experience that people place within the people in front of them, the appearance of the industry, uh, and also some of the more moral and unethical uh, wrongs that are actually going through this process at this moment in time. And we'll go through what we as an association look to bring and develop moving forward on every level across the industry, but more importantly, on a rewards and recognition basis. One of the big things in the fitness industry, uh, especially amongst fitness professionals, is this stigma and also discontentment with the difference of qualifications and the vast array of qualifications that actually exist out in the marketplace. And a lot of people don't generally realise that this is commonplace, again, in most industries. But what most industries tend to have is some form of recognition um, and reward that acknowledges uh, the level the professional standards and the professional ethics that people actually showcase. Now at the ACFP, we actually have five designations which are supportive and are designed to recognise not only the level of qualification that somebody holds, but also celebrates the professional standards that they set and also the code of ethics that they stand by and operate their businesses and their actual trading operations under. Why is this so important? Well, one in seven people in the UK take part in active sessions, but there is also a churn of two in six people actually entering fitness sessions, actually only go to one and then never return. Why this is a problem is it takes a huge step for any human being that is wanting to make a change um, as kind of probably lived um, for a variety of different reasons, uh, an unhealthy lifestyle and has got themselves into a little bit of a rut and has decided that they want to make a change and want to actually live, live a healthier lifestyle and has maybe even looped across the fitness industry, across all the spectrums, whether it be a commercial gym, a private gym, whether it's been um, going into a class, is it going to be too hard because nobody really wants to be left unashamed or is it just a case of walking into a situation where they've gone to some nutritional and dietary advice and gone to either read a book or various different things like that now if we're not setting professional standards and we're not operating in an ethical basis we can't expect that churn of two and six people to actually change for the better as fitness professionals we work long and hard 
And I firmly believe that 99.99% of the people that are officially fitness professionals all have the, the best intentions of helping people and are good, kind-hearted people. In a saturated marketplace, it can sometimes become very murky and very unclear about how we're going to attract new clients in what is perceived to be a very new culture around wanting things either quicker, faster, easier. So how do we actually change the perceptions of making sure that we can give genuine, honest advice in a way that people can see as a commercially value-added product? Now, this can come across sometimes a lot harder than it might be. And it is very hard, especially when there's lots of people offering very low cost, very low value services, which people, if they don't see the value in something, will actually just go to because, you know, until they've actually tasted the water, dipped their toe into the waters, they don't see the value in where they're spending their money. If it's not been a priority to them up until that point, then we're not going to be able to convince them to spend their money moving forward. Now, what the designations that we provide give, if advertised in the correct way, gives our customers, our patrons, a very clear understanding of where we as individuals or as a corporate institution sit within our professional conduct and our ethical standards. It also gives us, all the way through up until our top level of a fellowship, gives us an indication of where that person is within their professional development and seeing where we are actually investing our money and who we're actually investing that money in. Now, our designations start from ordinary, so somebody who's looking to enter into the fitness industry, just about to begin their professional journey, can join as an ordinary member. What this actually gives is a full um, commitment to professional standards and ethics as well as a commitment that they want to develop their career moving forward. And this can will stay with them as they move through that process, but no formal qualification is indicated at that point. The next run on the ladder is one of our certification. Now, this is somebody who either has GCSE um, or A-level qualifications, but also has a Level 2 gym instructor qualification on a vocational landscape. What this actually gives somebody is the knowledge that not only has somebody got the entry-level qualification into the industry uh, and can actually run group sessions, not actually working on a one-to-one level, but it actually gives somebody a very clear understanding that, that they are on their professional journey, they are still developing, they are still learning, as we all are in the, in the industry, but they again have committed to a professional set of standards and they have signed on the dotted line onto a very strict and very ethical set of processes and practices. Again, just allowing people to know, be rest ensured that they invest in their money, their time, their effort into somebody who has their best intentions at heart. The next um, certification is our um, diploma um, designation. Now, this is somebody who, again, has either got sort of A-levels uh, and has a high national diploma or as a level three um, fitness qualification, whether that be into personal training, nutritional advice, physiotherapy, this sits in that landscape. This is our third tier on the ladder. And again, this is exactly the same as the next one down, but gives 
clear indication of where on that professional journey that person sits. Now, the next journey onto the ladder sits with our uh, associate uh, position, which sits in with our advanced diploma. Now, again, this sits with anybody who's got a level four qualification, whether that be in strength and conditioning, whether that be in personal training, whether that be in exercise referral, GP referral, in whatever landscape that sits. And again, as there's the other three designations, that sits within that bracket of showing a clear indication where somebody is at within that journey. Now, the next journey up actually is a huge, huge step because where this brings us into brings us into our fellowship realm. Now, this is there's only two ways you can gain fellowship. The fellowship within the association can only be gained either on an honorary basis where the association has deemed somebody to have given enough to the fitness industry in a positive life to have had a positive effect on the industry and the standards and the ethics that we look to promote by either inspiring people to join the industry, by having a professional impact on the industry in certain ways, or as actually shown the way that we want to actually be able to do this over a period of time, either in the public spotlight or on a general sort of educational um, footing from that point of view. The second way this can be done is by holding your advanced level or having a degree qualification and of having five years working experience within the industry. And again, even at that point, it has to be demonstrable that you have shown the highest level professional standards and also professional ethics operating within the industry. And this is marked with our very clear platinum um, designation that people can use on all their marketing materials and can also be used after their names moving forward. Now, the only other designation that we currently offer is our corporate designation. This is for any gym, any business, anybody who operates a business within the fitness industry as a company-wide spectrum um, can op- show their public, their customers, their suppliers or investors, shareholders, that their business is operating on a professional and ethical basis. And this is our corporate designation, which isn't a personal one. It is exclusively for a business that is looking to show their customers exactly how they want to operate. And these designations can only be gained through the commitment and joining of the membership of the association that moves forward. Since creating the association, we've been asked many times, why should I join the association and what benefits does the association give me ahead of everybody else within the industry? And is there actually a legal requirement for me to join the association? And is it going to be a worthwhile investment? Now, as anything, you will always reap what you sow. And what the association gives is a very clear framework in how to operate and run your business within the the code of ethics and the professional standards. It is then your onus to actually allow your marketing, your customers, your demographic of your chosen um, part of the industry, it's up to you then to actually tell your customers that you have this association, that you operate by these professional standards and you operate within these code of ethics.
and how that can actually operate as an advantage and a benefit to them joining your establishment, your classes, investing in you as a personal trainer in whichever um, operation that they, that may sound. Now, up until our diploma level, membership to the association is only £3 a month. And with our partners that are continually growing, our strategic partners, we look to add value back into the uh, individual by stating that our accredited qualifications, every member receives ongoing 30% discount off any events, any qualifications that they look to have forward. We're also building a platform of ethical and professional suppliers within the industry that will offer exclusive and unrivaled discounts to our members and exclusively to our members. And the reason we're doing this is we're looking to actually put a little bit back into the industry. We understand that it's difficult, we understand that it's saturated and it's extremely difficult to start out within that industry. However, we believe in the industry, we believe it has a place within society. We also have a very firm belief that it sits below the medical profession and the fact that we are the entry point of people stopping people going into hospital and in many cases can operate as a very strong rehabilitation process of people following a health scare injury or anything moving forward so we have a very vital role to play on society and with the sugar tax launched yesterday the government are also recognizing there is a health issue in the uk and with population on the increase and the participation levels in health fitness and exercise again on the increase we as an industry have a massive responsibility a massive place in society and we need to make sure moving forward that the people that work within our industry the people that paint the public perception of our industry are operating to the highest standards and the highest ethics and if they're not we need to distance themselves from those people to show a clear divide of where the genuine heartbeat of the industry sits and where the people who are looking to make some quick money are willing to operate in an unethical process and are also looking to operate not in people's best interests, we need to create a clear divide. And we're only going to be able to do that by promoting that moving forward. Also, moving forward, we also understand that with new research, new science, and people's opinions and public opinion changing on a regular basis, that every single member will receive two free seminars every year to help continued learning, keep them up to date with the latest practices, even marketing businesses and our businesses within the fitness industry and the general public is changing on a very fast spectrum. And what we don't want to see is our members being left behind. So with the increase of social media, digital technologies, the new GDPR moving forward, we want to make sure that we are providing a very functional service to our members. And we're only going to be as good to the industry as we can be by looking to separate ourselves from what else is out there. As a professional body, we want to make sure that we are an enabling body. We don't want to be a body that sits up on high and dictates what should be doing, how it should be done without actually showing the processes of how that should be done moving forward and without leading by example and being able to put something back to our members. 
One of the biggest calls that we found when deciding to come up with the body was people historically have been tired of investing their hard-earned money into what is perceived to be professional needs and regulations that don't have any teeth, any relevance or any return back to the individual that's investing from that. And also with a public perception point of view, we have again as an industry need to make sure that the public are aware of what our responsibilities, what our regulations and also what are our codes, what are our practices and what standards should they be expecting from within their money. And that again has to come from us as an industry moving forward. And how do we do that? We'll talk about that in the next section. So how do we build public perception of these new professional standards and ethics that we as an association want to integrate into the industry to make it a better place for both the professionals that operate within it and also the patrons and the clients and the customers that want to spend their hard-earned money into the industry? Now, as a professional body, we are investing thousands of pounds in our public presence. In an ideal world, there would be hundreds of thousands, but as a new professional body, until the membership grows, the reinvestment that we can make back into the industry will be at a pinnacle, but only at a safe level in which we can actually operate and push forward. However, we already have within the fitness industry as a professional body, one of the largest social media presences and the other official professional bodies. And we also have a very rapid and steady membership growth. This will only increase with the need and the requirements from the public wanting to see this new code of professional ethics and standards being integrated. And it's also something that we as an industry can only actually promote from within. If we are proud of the professional standards and ethics that we're setting back to our customers and making them aware of our designation, of our professional standing within the industry, people are going to become more aware. And with the rise of social media and the ability to actually reach out to as many people as possible in a faster period of time, we have a very honest and a very realistic way of changing public perception in a very fast and rapid time. But again, this has to come from internally, and it also has to come from the members within. And one thing that we would say is, if you are listening to this podcast, and you're a fitness professional, and you're thinking well, I don't want to get involved in this, or I don't see it, is this just going to be another Simspro, is this just going to be another reps? All I will say to you is this. If you want to set yourself apart by having a very clear, universal, understanding way of showing your customers with a very simple badge, mark and recognition of the standards and ethics you operate, then the ACFP is for you. We are a professional body that will stand by you, will support you, will help you educate in the areas that you want, whether that be marketing, whether that be on the business practices, even to the point of actually introducing you within our network 
through our fallows to ongoing education, course development, session planning, nutritional advice, supplementation, all the different sections of the industry, we have those bases covered and we can point you in the right direction and we are there to support you. We are there to help and develop you. The support and the guidance that we offer can only be stretched, elongated, made bigger by the support of its members. That is the strength of an association. The fellowship that we are looking to create will only be as strong as the members within this. Every single member has to be verified and we have local associations and each of our local professional associations are growing week on week. We already have associations based in Scotland, Merseyside, West Yorkshire, Worcestershire, Sussex, Dorset. We are on the reach and we will continue to grow. In all, we are setting a target by the end of 2018 to have over 55 different associations across the UK that can help provide support and develop the professionals that sit within the industry, regardless of which sector that you sit in. And the only way that we can do this is by standing by our promises, by pushing forward and wanting to be a body that is publicly visible, that is a body that can be seen and integrating with the giants within the industry, not just the educational giants, but the commercial giants, which are the people who are the forward thinkers, the people that carry the public perception and the people that are also demonstrating the professional standards and the ethics that we all look to aspire to and that we all look to be associated with moving forward. We love the fitness industry. We love helping people. We love helping the people that come to the industry for help and we also want to help the people that come to the industry to be able to make their passion into a career to help their families to show their families and their friends the fittest and the healthiest way to be able to live. If you want to join this association and you want to be part of something special, then get in touch. Today is the first official ACFP radio podcast. We'll be broadcasting each and every day, talking about different sections of the industry, current affairs, New research, debates, topics, we'll be inviting guests, speaking to our fellows, speaking to our association leads, speaking to people from within the general community and asking questions and their honest perceptions of what the fitness industry is about so that we can learn, develop and push the industry moving forward. If you know other fitness professionals, if you like the things that we've been talking about today, please give this a share. Post it out on your social media. Show your customers that you want to live and run your business through these professional standards and these professional ethics. And let's change the fitness industry moving forward. Thank you very much for listening. And welcome to the Association of Certified Fitness Professionals, the heart of the fitness industry. Thank you for listening. See you tomorrow.